You're listening to episode 30 of Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. This is permanent weight loss through overcoming the urge to overeat. Once that urge is gone, you will naturally feed yourself exactly what your body needs and your body will return to its best weight. Though this podcast generally focuses on permanent weight loss, today I'm sharing a tool that can change any area of your life. Hi everybody, welcome back. This episode today was inspired by a post from a friend on Facebook. I'm so happy she wrote this post because it made me realize the importance of specifically teaching the coaching thought model that I work with and I teach my clients how to implement in their own lives. Not a day goes by in my life that I am not self-coaching myself with this model over and over. My friend wrote, Why is it when I lay in bed, the most noise I hear is the thoughts in my head? These thoughts make me angry, sad, anxious, and other emotions I can't control. I'm literally laying alone, quiet in my room, and my thoughts overwhelm me, emotions destroying me. Wow, wow. That is so perfect and so significant. And already she's made the connection between her thoughts and how they make her feel as she lies there in bed. Last week, I talked about separating out your thoughts from fact. Facts can be proven in a court of law. Everyone involved in a situation would agree on a fact. Anything that involves judgment is what you are thinking about the facts. If you look out the window and see a dog on your lawn, it's a fact that there's a dog on your lawn. Everybody who sees this would agree. Yeah, there's a dog on your lawn. If you call your friend across the street and say, quick, look out your front window. There's a gorgeous dog out on my lawn. That's no longer fact. Describing the dog as gorgeous is your personal thought about the dog on your lawn. Your friend may look out the window and say, ah, what a mutt. That's the difference between fact and a thought about the fact. So a friend has said something to you that you consider harsh and it hurt your feelings. The fact is your friend said words. It is what you made those words mean that hurt your feelings. Maybe your friend said, I don't think you're capable of that. You're hurt because you're thinking it's criticism of your ability. This thought resonates into your body and your stomach clenches and your cheeks get hot and you're pissed. But on questioning, the friend might reveal that she's concerned that you're going to injure yourself. She's actually trying to protect you because she cares so much about you. Now what are you thinking about what this friend said? And how is that feeling in your body? Pretty different, right? The fact is your friend said the words, I don't think you're capable of that. You can choose which thought you want to allow. If you think she's saying I'm not adequate to the task, the bitch, you're going to feel pretty upset about it. 
But if instead you think, that's so sweet that she doesn't want me to get hurt and she's trying to prevent it, you're going to feel a little closer to that person. The fact remains the same in both scenarios. Only the thought changes about the words. You can see right there that you've been all along thinking that you're externally controlled. But the truth is we are not externally controlled. We control how we view the external circumstances. Sure, there's thoughts your brain is going to automatically play in your head. Thoughts that have been playing there for years. Your brain is going to default to some of these old recordings. But you can decide if you want to let that spin out your emotions and your reactions or not. You can recognize an old friend thought and already know that it's not true for you any longer. This creates a new thought, a thought that feels better, a thought that's less judgmental. It's not the, the events in our lives that shape us. It's what we believe about those events. It's what we make it mean in our life. Often what we're thinking and believing is shaped by misinterpretations of past experiences. The thoughts we had about those past experiences become sentences that our mind continues to play for us. When it plays the thought, it makes us feel a certain way. And because of how we're feeling, we act a certain way. This produces results in our life, and the results will inevitably prove out the thought. Our brain loves to be right. It loves evidence in the world for the sentence it just played. Then the sentence becomes stronger. It plays more often. But here's the great news. Once you begin to recognize the thought as a sentence your brain likes to play, you can begin to discount it and move on without getting all caught up in the usual pattern of feeling badly and maybe even acting badly because of it. I'm sure you've heard or read the adage, I'll believe it when I see it. And then Dr. Wayne Dyer came along and his take on it was, you will see it when you believe it. This is truer than you may know. When you change your belief first, recognize your thoughts and question the truth of those thoughts, then you'll begin to see changes in your life. Beliefs are choices. You get to decide what's true in your life. Byron Katie introduced the four questions. This is for any thought you're thinking. You can write down the sentence playing in your head and then ask yourself the four questions. Ask yourself, is this true? Think about it. Look at the sentence your brain plays for you and ask, is this true? Second question, can you absolutely know that it's true? Third question, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And the fourth question, very powerful, who would you be without that thought? It's a powerful exercise just in those four questions. It'll show you so much about yourself. It'll also start giving you perspective on what you're choosing to think. Now, I want to reintroduce the thought model to my listening audience. This is not the first time I've discussed the thought model. 
This was introduced by my mentor, Brooke Castillo. But I do want to drill down in more detail on this incredible tool. It's the key to any problem you're dealing with in your life. I focus on coaching weight loss on this podcast. But the tools and information can apply to anything that's causing you pain in your life. And by pain, I'm talking about emotional pain or emotional struggle. You can end that. If you find this difficult to follow, that's okay. It can be difficult to separate out your thought from fact. In reality, this is what a life coach does. You get a unique outside perspective with the skills to help you more clearly see your own thoughts and help you see how to diffuse it and move away from the pain in your life that you choose not to have. That's important. You can choose to have the pain. That's fine. Some think that sadness is pain. But there are times when we would choose the sadness. It's appropriate and necessary. If you lose somebody in your life who is special to you, if someone dies, you're going to feel sad. And why wouldn't you want to feel sad? It's just a matter of understanding how to process your life through that sadness. But sadness is, is an experience that isn't always a negative experience. I'm not saying that any thought or emotion is good or bad for you. It's all your choice of how you want to feel and how you want to act. If something that is causing you emotional pain is blocking you from being able to achieve a specific result in your life, then it's time to look at your thoughts and find a way to feel differently and achieve a different outcome. If a thought works for you, it works for you. If a thought is painful for you and is holding you back from achieving the best in your life, then it's time to take a look at that thought. The thought model is something I use daily. It's given me peace about many things in my life and changed my life for the better. There is no point in my life that I'm feeling badly headed down a downward spiral about something that I cannot begin to diffuse the thought model will turn it around for me. Now, Brooke is always clear that this is not something she invented. It's a basic truth. It appears in many books I've studied and with many masters I've studied. The model exists in lots of forms out there and always has. Brooke's model is the best way I've come across to look at it and use it. So here we go. If you can if you're not driving down the freeway or throughway <laughs> if you're driving don't stop replay this when you get home if you're in a place that you can grab a piece of paper I want you to do that and on the page I want you to write down the left margin of the paper C T F A R C is for the circumstance that's the fact of the situation. T is for the thought your brain plays about the circumstance. What is the one main thought that you think about whatever the circumstance is? F is for the feeling you get when you're thinking that thought. Pick one feeling, one. It's one word. 
A is for the way you act or what you do based on how you're feeling. A is for action. It's how you choose to react to the circumstance based on your thought and feeling. It's not how you intellectually think you should act, but how you do act when you feel this way. R is the result in your life from how you acted or didn't act on your feeling. If you fill in this model with complete honesty, the result will always be something that proves out the T-line for the thought you were thinking about the circumstance. Now, understand you're not going to notice every thought you have. We think about 60,000 thoughts a day. Up to now, you've most likely been on autopilot for all 60,000 of them. When you start paying attention to the times you're feeling badly and want to change that, or when you have a result in your life that you want to be different, then you need to begin noticing the feelings associated with it and the thoughts you're thinking about it. You want to write down that C-T-F-A-R and begin filling it in. Begin asking yourself Byron Katie's questions about the thought you're having. Really assess the truth of the thought. Here's an example that was shared with me. I love this because there's so many options with this. The circumstance on the T-line is your boss has just laid you off from work. Right? You're upset. You think you're upset because your boss laid you off. But really, you're upset because of the thought you're having about it. And again, there's so many options here. The circumstance is the fact. Your boss laid you off from work. That's provable. Court of law. The thought line, the T line, could be any one of these things. Maybe you think, awesome, I hated this job anyway. You could think, this is just the push I needed to get out there and do something different, finally. You could think, this is devastating. How am I going to pay my bills? You could think, my boss hates me, doesn't recognize my value. You could think, great, I've been wanting a different job. The thought you play in your brain is going to dictate how you feel about this. So you would have a different model, a different feeling, a different action, and a different result depending on what thought you choose to think about being laid off from work. If you think, this is just the push I needed to get out there and do something different, finally, you might start feeling excited about having been laid off. And the way you act is you start looking at all of the possibilities out there, different jobs you could apply for, different things you could train for. Maybe we even consider becoming an entrepreneur and having your own business, and you're excited and that excitement drives you to act on that. And the result is you are going to become an entrepreneur or you may find a slightly different position that you're going to enjoy more. The result is going to back up that thought that this was just the push you needed to get out there and do something different because now you're out there doing something different. If you think this is devastating, how am I going to pay my bills? 
the feeling that thought generates in your body most likely is going to be depression. And if you're feeling depression on the action line is really going to be no action at all. Sometimes our feelings don't make us act. Sometimes we don't act because we don't like the feeling. Being depressed, you go home and you turn on the price is right. <laughs> and the result is you're still pretty devastated and you can't pay your bills because you've taken no actions to correct the situation for yourself. So all those thoughts could create a different feeling and the way you act is going to be different depending on how you feel about it. And that's what's going to drive the results that you get in your life. If you present with a fact, look at the thought you're having. How is it making you feel? And what are you doing because of how you feel? If you're feeling disappointed, what do you do when you feel disappointed? What do you do when you feel depressed? Don't switch it up. People will write down that they feel depressed and then when they get to the A line for the action, they want to think how to cheer themselves up and write down that they go outside and take a walk or some other cheery action is how they act when they're depressed. But that's a different model. What you want to write down is exactly how you act when you feel depressed before you start trying to cheer yourself up. Otherwise, the model will not work for you. It won't be accurate. What result does it get? When you begin to understand your mind, it can be pretty mind-blowing. You can see the connection between your thoughts and the results in your life. It can be overwhelming when you see there are negative results based on your own thoughts. But please, my best advice for you is to just be curious about yourself and be compassionate with yourself. Because up to now, you've not been aware of the connection. And you've done the best you can in your life. You've probably done pretty great. As you become clearer on your own mind, you might be distressed to see some of what has been going on in there. But that's a beautiful thing. That means there's so much potential for you to begin to shift your thoughts and feelings and be able to direct your life to exactly where you desire it to go. This is an opportunity to make amazing changes. This is the basis for weight loss without rebound weight gain. This is how you create permanent weight loss by understanding your thoughts, the sentences in your brain that's been playing there for years that you've been unaware of. Or even if you're aware of the thoughts your brain plays, you've not fully understood the power of those thoughts on your reality, the results in your life. Now, don't feel you need to immediately rush out and fix it. It's natural to then immediately want to think differently and change everything. Slow down. See and understand your current patterns. Learn why you've been choosing that sentence in your mind and learn it in a compassionate way. This is your journey of self-exploration. It's not going to help to try and thought swap immediately. Affirmations that are the exact opposite of what you've been thinking will not work because your brain is smart. It knows the truth or what it considers to be true. You can't just flip to a happy thought. 
your brain will smell it as a fake right away. <laughs> it's more useful to truly understand yourself and the thinking you've been having in your life that has directed your thoughts, developing the understanding that the things you thought were happening to you are really not just happening to you. That alone is a lot to grasp and process. But then you clearly understand that you do get to choose what happens in your life. When you truly understand your patterns, you can begin to take steps to shift your patterns to create the results you choose in your life. Then you'll be in a better place to choose new models, new thoughts. If you want to dig a little deeper and have a coach's help and perspective to help you uncover your stories and thoughts, go to talktojoanne.com and schedule a free discovery session with me. Let's get you started self-coaching right now. The thought model is key to the kind of coaching I do, which is called causal coaching. It uncovers the reason for your issue instead of trying to fix the issue itself. If you try to just fix the issue itself, it won't be a permanent fix. If you still have the same underlying reason you developed the issue to begin with, especially shows up in weight gain, weight loss. You can diet the weight off, but if you haven't taken a look at why you've overeaten, that weight will come right back on. In order for the issue or problem to be permanently corrected, you have to uncover the cause, hence causal coaching. So check out TalkToJoanne.com. That's J-O-A-N-N, no E, TalkToJoanne.com. It takes you right into my scheduling calendar. You can pick out a day and time to get on the phone with me, and we'll do a free discovery session. We'll see if you're a good fit for coaching. Thank you for listening today. I know this has been a lot to cram into one podcast episode. It's a lot. Really, the use and manipulation of this model is something I teach over six weeks with a client, 12 weeks with clients, depending on how deeply they want to go with this. But it is the key to being able to understand yourself, how you feel, and the results you create in the world based on how you're feeling. And then you begin to understand how to get the results in the world that you want to get. It's been my pleasure to coach you today. I'll see you next week.